Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. We're recording. Recording, everybody. Hello, everyone. How are you? <laughs> Welcome to Two Black Girls, One Rose. Where two black-ass girls invade the whitest show on earth, The Bachelorette. The Bachelorette. I'm Natasha. And I'm Justine. And what an episode that was. Ooh. Considering oh the complete nonsense we watched last week, they truly made up for it this week. <laughs> It was like night and day. It was like watching a completely different show. Yeah, yeah, it was. I guess I had to make up for it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, definitely. Um, I have a lot of thoughts. Mm. I had watching this, watching the episode. I was having a lot of visceral reactions, like laughing mm. out loud, shouting at the screen, mm-hmm. talking to myself like a crazy person. Oh <laughs> Your Instagram story had me howling. <laughs> I had a lot to say. Like I, oh I put it on Instagram because I literally found myself talking to myself a lot yeah. during this episode. So I was like, yeah. somebody needs to hear this. I um, it made yeah. me want to live in the basement again. <laughs> yes, <laughs> we can watch together. I miss watching this together. In case you guys, I mean, we've talked about this before, but yeah. we no longer record together. Mm-hmm. Very rare occasions. We don't really watch yeah. the show as much together. Um, so yeah, we'd love to get back to that. Mm-hmm. Yes, in separate spaces, yeah. unfortunately. <laughs> um, but yeah, I was going through personally going through a lot watching this episode. Yeah, I had the personal enjoyment of watching this with my mother, which had oh. me dying. Really? So, <laughs> yeah, I'll let you know her thoughts because they were hysterical. Oh wow! Well, yep. what were your initial thoughts? And maybe throw in your mama's. <laughs> um, oh my god! <laughs> um, so. Initial thoughts, and this was before any of this went down, right? This last hour. Mm-hmm. Skydiving dates are really the new double doors. Yes. We have skydiving dates all the time, and they are incredibly predictable. Mm-hmm. And it just proved so on this date when they skydived nude and had the exact same reaction as anyone else skydiving at any moment. Right, clothed or unclothed. <laughs> it was no different. No. <laughs> and I'm getting really tired of watching it. <laughs> TBH. Yeah, yeah. It's it's like a Bachelor staple at this point. Yeah, getting real boring. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I have faith that there will be a Hannah uses her words moment every single episode from now on mm-hmm. until the finale. 
mm-hmm. very confident because that girl is really learning how to uh, stick it to him. I think using Luke P as her biggest tool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she he's definitely given her a lot of moments. That's mm-hmm. for damn sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know why she's subjecting herself to having to go through these moments, but okay. <laughs> yeah, they're their thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I haven't seen this much intense drama with men in the house like this yet. And I wanted to ask you if this has been a thing before. Hmm. Where it's gotten to be where, like, we're very close to hometowns and they're still yelling at each other. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. He's such a... Um, I don't, I'm trying to think back to past seasons if collectively everyone has just so despised someone in such a way. Yeah. There's always a villain that people don't really get along with, but not mm-hmm. in a way that, like, he, because he's now affecting everyone else's, like, he's affecting cocktail parties. Now they're not having cocktail yes. parties. No, because, no, they're not a thing anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's going straight to rose ceremony every day of yeah. week, and mm-hmm. that's all because of him. He's taking the attention of, like, every group date, like, I don't know if that we've ever had, I'd have to like rack through my bachelor history, historian yeah. knowledge. Um, but anyone who's been this completely like hated by everybody. And is so like today when Jed was like, guys, we have to stop yelling. Like that, that shouldn't be happening now. It's like they're at recess. It's like a yeah. lot. Yeah. And, yeah, that was a funny moment because they're all, like, it's all of them against him. Like, they all Mm -hmm, collectively mm -hmm. are on the same page, on the same boat, supporting each other. Even when, like, Peter got his date, they were like, oh, yeah, he's such a great guy. Good for you, Peter. They were, like, so (laughs) hyped for this man. Like, that was their friend, and they were, like, so happy to see him, like, doing well in life. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, Peter. Um, And then they all just collectively cannot stay on Luke P. Like, I'm trying. I got to wrap my head around. Somebody email us. You know, yeah, some bachelor villains who like yeah. might rival Luke P, but I don't know if I could think of mm. one in this way. Mm. Yeah. All right. Th- those are my initial thoughts. What about you, friend? Me, um, so I already said I thought this was like, a really great episode. I have a lot of thoughts. I think Luke P is a fantastic villain mm-hmm. because. I feel like there's a lot that can be learned from watching him. Mm, yes. Other vil- you know what I mean? Like other villains have been yes. villainous in like an entertaining way. Right. You right. know what I mean? But he yeah. is villainous in like a learning lessons way. <laughs> like Yes, for all for the bachelor's main audience. Yes. A lot of young women yeah. who I feel like I really, really hope they're watching this and are recognizing his a- they're watching his actions and they are beginning to recognize it for its abusiveness mm-hmm. and it's like toxicity and how crazy mm-hmm. he is and maybe seeing him acting like this, like live and in the flesh in person, like watching it on television and not experiencing yeah. it themselves, yeah. watching it, they can somehow feel some type of familiarity with it and can learn mm-hmm. from it. And hopefully can feel a connection with Hannah who mm-hmm. is struggling with mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. And everyone on the outside knows it's terrible for her. Right. Exactly. Collectively, we're all watching. There's no one. There cannot be anyone watching this who is not also saying, Hannah, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, with this guy. Yeah. (laughs) What are you doing with him? Like, you're giving him another rope. Like, there can't be anyone who's watching it. It's like, yeah, Luke P again. Like, yes. So excited. He got a rope. Like, everyone is watching Mm -hmm. it. Like, what is this girl doing? Or Um, like, damn, I've been there before. I know how she feels. Or that. Yes, exactly. 
So I really hope that they're seeing this as like a very fucked up situation and mm-hmm. are recognizing him for his like s- being psycho and un- <laughs> like completely unhealthy mm-hmm. and are watching it and learning from this, which yeah. is a lot to ask from this show. <laughs> <laughs> but I do think that there is a learning lesson in here. Mm-hmm. In mm-hmm. aside from him just being this big bachelor villain, like there is, there's there's something to be had from the way this is all being like constructed and shown on television and yeah. they're editing it in a way. So it's like, definitely they're doing it for at entertainment. They're not editing mm-hmm. it to like give learning lessons to young women, but like no. No. they are, I am recognizing particularly in the scene and we'll get to it where he's like basically gaslighting the shit out of Hannah and trying to like Oof. talk himself out of that. Like where he confronted her about, mm-hmm. you know, punch jumping naked with Garrett. your body's a temple. Yeah. Your body's a temple foolishness. Um, but the way they edited it, and I don't know if they did this on purpose, but they really sh- highlighted the gaslightingness. Like yes. how in one in one breath he would say something, and then the next breath he would say, "No, that's not what I said," yeah. <laughs> or "You misinterpreted yep. what I said," or "You misunderstood what I said." Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So I'm like, I know watching this, no one could be watching this not and not recognizing this as complete abuse and like <laughs> completely toxic. And so I really yeah. hope that. This was definitely an episode where I feel like people could learn from, or women could learn from yeah. this, particularly young yes. women, hopefully. Um, but yeah, as always, shout out to the Patreon crew. We are here live on Patreon, exclusive on Patreon. Um, you guys brought us here. And you sure did. <laughs> I am so happy um, that you did that. So, so yeah, shout out to all of you guys, all 1,200 of you guys. And, I and know growing. you guys are growing. This, this is, is so crazy. I love it. Um, but, yeah, still rate, review, subscribe us. The rate, review, and subscribe to us on iTunes mm-hmm. or all those other platforms. Um, hit us up on Twitter. We live tweet every Monday. The number two, BLK, girls, the number one, Rose. And you can email us if you know about any of our email call-outs. I'm sure we're going to have multiple this episode at the number two, blackgirls, the number one, rose at gmail.com, and same for Instagram and Facebook. Yep. Tag us in your story. Share us with the world. Yeah. Let's keep growing this beautiful community. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Justine, I know you have some lovely church, church announcements. announcements. Yes, I do. Because the church whip out the programs. So we have a couple of emails this week. Um, now, this is C H N N A H. I think that's still Hannah. And she gave us a really deep email with some really amazing personal stories um, about her. Uh, family and just her relationship with this season of The Bachelor. I'm not going to get too deep into it because it was very personal. But the main part of this email is that she gave us a Highland Cow PowerPoint. Mm-hmm. I loved every moment. <laughs> oh my God. Why are we still on the Highland Cows? Because I still see the DMs. I still see the tweets of Highland Cow, like <laughs> Google image screenshots. Like, what have you created? Jesus. Uh, Love it. Um, We also had, I can't remember her name and I couldn't find your DM today, but she eloped in Scotland. Did you see her pictures? No, I missed this one. Oh my God, I'll have to go back and screenshot them for you. She had these beautiful pictures. She eloped in Scotland with her husband. They're amazing. Girl, if you're listening right now, please email us those pictures because it's a lot easier for us to find an email. 
Um, and it. then Carolyn emailed us, and she emailed us with her horse smiling, and I loved it. <laughs> you guys are really like tapping into my animal loving side. Truly, I need to go loved it. Back at these emails, I've been. I'm behind. I've been off the grid for a week, so yeah. I don't know what the hell you're talking about right now. <laughs> These emails. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. Shout out to all of y'all, but I don't know what the hell's going on. <laughs> oh, my God. And then we had an email from Jessica who's just showing us some love. So thanks, everybody, for your emails. Thank you. Loved them. Loved them this week. Um, all right. So I do... Uh, do I have some Bachelor Ooh. Nation news, girl? <laughs> I know you do. <laughs> Woo! So, starting off, Jed ain't shit. <laughs> like, wow, Jed. Wow. Now, we know all these guys go on there with ulterior motive. Jed already mm-hmm. full-on admitted that he is here for the wrong reasons. Yep. yep. Um, a lot of these guys have dated girls and go on. Even Tasia from yes. last season. Yes, right. Had a boyfriend up until the end. It's always kind of Hold like on. foggy, she, the timeline. She had, she had like a, a label-less man. That's I'm going to stand by that decision. She this had a non-committed relationship and then yes. went on The Bachelor. This is That's a great true. move. Mm-hmm. This is true. Yeah. Um, but Jed, according to People Magazine, who is a source I can trust, yeah, yeah, <laughs> um, had a full-on four-month. He was allegedly in a four-month relationship with a fellow Nashville-based musician, Haley Stevens, um, when he left to join The Bachelorette. He had a full-on, like, went on the show in a relationship. With this I didn't girl, no, she was also a musician. She's that makes also more sense. Yeah, so you know she also ain't shit with doing all this, right? But. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, to be to be semi fair to her, she said she had been following spoil like spoilers, and I guess publications were starting to reach out to her, so they were going to publish a story about Jed having an alleged girlfriend, anyways. Mm-hmm. So her, for her, she said she wanted to get ahead of the story and tell her own story before people start publishing shit about her and saying, like, Jed has a girlfriend and sources say she wanted to just, like, come out and so give she her can get own. that name out just in time for the get CMAs. Get that name out in time for the CMAs. <laughs> you know it. <laughs> you know right, it. girl. I am mad at it. Uh, I am mad at but it. But also, like, I see her side, too. Like, if people are going to post a fucking story about yes, right. me, I want to at least be included in the damn story. Yes. So. Yeah, true. Um, but anyways, Jed had a full-on girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Um, homegirl claims that they spent the night together the night before he left for LA. Um, yeah, I he, mean, I mean, they were together. Yeah, he flat out told her the show is just an obstacle that will be stronger on the other side because of it, oh. Oh. which very reminiscent of my love Peter, who I can admit is not oh. shit, but whatever, still love him. <laughs> Remember when he had some girl that came forward and said that they were together and had the whole text messages and all that stuff? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So similar to that, similar to Luke Pell from Bachelor Winter Games, who was also revealed to have a girlfriend who Mm -hmm. he said he was going on the show and they'll be stronger afterwards. Mm -hmm. Um, So this is like a theme that these guys do. They go on the Mm -hmm. show, they tell their girlfriend, I'll be back, we'll be stronger. I don't know why in anyone's world this would make sense to me. Like, why would yeah. I, I don't, how can um, I allow my boyfriend to go on a show and tell me that, you know, 
or like I'm giving him a hall pass essentially to go on yeah. motherfucking television to potentially fall in love with someone else. Yeah. In front of the world, and then I'm just in the corner back at home. I don't understand the logic of any of this, of the guy, of the girl. What is this? The thing is, it's it's like it's different because their careers are like dependent on this. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to think that like, you know what I mean? Like if I'm a country music star aspiring and so is my man mm-hmm. and he's just trying to get on this show to get like a nice easy platform and I know he's cute and he'll make it far. Like, would I go for this? No, I wouldn't. But no. it makes more sense knowing that like they were supposed a- to, like they probably had a very detailed plan. Yeah. You know, he wasn't he wasn't just it's not like he was going to jail and he was like, I'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like wait for me, girl. Like he was, he, yeah, just wait for me. Hold me down. He yeah. was like coming back and then they were probably going to like skyrocket to Instagram country music land. So that was the best case scenario in their head. But at the end of the yes. day, he's going on a show and he might, <laughs> the, the premise of the show is to fall in love. Yeah. Like yeah. you're taking a big risk by allowing mm-hmm. him to go and do that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. The whole thing is weird. So she said, you know, he told me early on that he'd applied. It was a huge opportunity and that he was only yeah. doing it for his music. He was doing it for the platform. Um, kept telling me, and I love this little shade she gave. He told me, I don't want my dad to have to pay for my rent anymore. That, I saw that <laughs> everywhere. Okay. And, like, how high is Nashville rent? Right, my dude, like, $300 a month? You ain't got that quick. It's co- gotta be. Like, I hear it's, like, cheap and nice down there. So. Right. <laughs> but apparently his stripping or his mail review show ain't pulling in enough. <laughs> so his daddy got to help him. Oh, my God. So, yeah, she said his plan was that he wanted to make it to the top five. Mm-hmm. Making it to the top five, he would be a major player, and that it would all be beneficial in the end. Yeah, see, they had a plan. They had a whole plan. Yeah. Oh, my God. The fact that... I can't. So, <laughs> <laughs> they went to the Bahamas together shortly before filming. They have pictures from their trip. That's when they apparently said, I love you for the first time to each other. No. Yeah. They were like a legit in love boyfriend and girlfriend couple. Oh my God. I saw that and I was like, I hope they met at the Bahamas because I know this man did not take this woman on a trip. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh. Fresh before leaving her ass to go on show. To, also, gain, to gain notoriety, fame, and a potential new girlfriend. <laughs> like, And why are you going on? You know what? Let me not get in his pockets. Let me not count his money. What? I was just wondering why you go on a trip to the Bahamas, you can't pay your rent. But that's not <laughs> my business. That is not my business. I mean, <laughs> she said Maybe it. he was stripping on a cruise. Maybe he was stripping on a cruise. Maybe he was working. <laughs> he was working. Oh, God. So she said um, they went off, he went off to L.A., Mm-hmm. Um, he called her as soon as he landed in LA, told her that he loved her and that he would call her when he was back. Cause remember they have to surrender their phones and everything like that. So he's literally going off the yes. grid for a while. Right. Um, and then an exclusive screenshots that homegirl sent to entertainment tonight. We see text messages between her and Jed where he is telling her, this is like as he's boarding the plane to LA, mm-hmm. um, telling her that he, lo- I love you. Don't forget that. Everything always works out. It all adds up. 
And then her reply back was like, I love you. You're such a light to me and everyone around you. I can't wait for the whole world to no. know you, Jed. <laughs> mm-hmm. So they were in cahoots. Like they had yep. a whole master plan. They were, were going to become fucking Sonny and Cher after this shit. Yeah. <laughs> like her whole career was banking on this bullshit too. Literally. Yes. <laughs> really? Yes. And so the crazy thing is, so Haley says that she was baffled when she learned that Jed had returned to Nashville post filming Mm -hmm. without calling her. Of course not. (laughs) So she said she randomly ran into him at a music (gasps) venue. No, no, no. This month. Yes. He came back from filming. Like, she doesn't know if he made it to the end or what happened. No one knows when he left, but. Homeboy was back in Nashville. She ran into him out in Nashville mm-hmm. and confronted him like, hey, yeah. like, where have you been? Why haven't you called me? Yeah. And he basically acted like nothing happened. Like, hey, how are you? Um, and he's hey, like, how are you? That's what he said. He said, he said hey, how are you? Um, she's like, didn't you think I deserved a phone call? And he replied to her saying, I didn't know what to say. And that was like, that's all she gave no. in terms of their conf- confrontation. Mm. Um, so yeah, she, yeah, she came out with her story cause she wanted to give her side before other media outlets started saying shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and she says, you know, I don't believe he's a terrible person. It's just a terrible Why? situation. <laughs> but part of me thinks I was a backup plan and that he wanted me here in case it didn't work out, which is exactly what it was, girl. So yeah, it was, but you also were planning too much on him. You were also a co-conspirator in <laughs> your own pain right now, my girl. <laughs> like, <laughs> this is wild. Yeah, I didn't know she was a musician. That adds up. That's up. Okay. So, yeah, Mr. Jed still checking out to be terrible. I mean. Yeah, yeah. Between going on there for his career, now we find out he has a full-on girlfriend, and then mm-hmm. we watch tonight's episode where he's playing guitar and singing piano and all this shit. Like, it's all, yeah. Yeah, he, he did it very well, too, because we haven't really heard a whole lot of music until this episode. Until this episode. It's just unfortunate for him that the story broke out last week. <laughs> it is, because we sure would have been on iTunes looking for the, his little song. Exactly. And the, the whole mm-hmm. thing would have been fine. If that whole story didn't come out, he would have been singing, girls would have been swooning, his little Instagram, yep. iTunes, Spotify, SoundClouds yep. would have been, you know, numbers been raised, which they probably did mm-hmm. a little bit. But, um, but yeah, now the whole thing just looked completely disgusting yeah. watching it, knowing all of this. So ugly now. Yeah. yeah. Damn. Yikes. Um, in other Bachelor Nation news, more cast members of Bachelor in Paradise have been revealed. Oh. And yes, because last week, remember I talked about it, it was only six people that we know of at the time. Yes. Um, but now we have a lot more people. I will say I'm very excited for Bachelor in Paradise this season. I think it's going to be a good one. Okay. Um, Annalise, I don't remember if I said her last oh, week, Annalise is there yes. again. A mess. Oh my goodness. <laughs> this has to work for her. <laughs> It has to for her own mental sanity. Please let this work. Please let this work for this girl. I also hope she has done some work on herself and she is coming to this season 10 times less desperate than she normally does. I know. I I can't watch her do this again. I hope she's just coming for some dick because otherwise it's not going to (laughs) work. Yeah. She puts a lot. She puts a lot of pressure into this whole process when, yeah, yeah, she really should just come in here for like a good time. Yeah. And uh, move the fuck along, but 
Homegirl is, she's getting up there in age, as she reminds us over and over. And she's not 45. No. She's 34. So in Bachelor Nation, eight, you know, people she's think like it's very 55, old. yes. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, we don't have to keep announcing this. Like, yeah. It's okay. Oh, God. So she'll be there. I love watching her, so there. it'll be a good time. Yes. Yeah. Um, I already said Bibiana and Blake. Kaylin from uh, Colts and Season mm-hmm. will be there. Mm-hmm. Kaylin, not to shade nobody and what's, what they doing, but she looked like she has a fresh chin implant. I don't know if you saw the picture. <gasps> no. Does it looks she? very noticeable. I don't know if her chin always looked like this and I missed it, but it looks very long. <laughs> oh, Kaylin. Yeah. She strikes me as the type to get a lot of little things done. Yeah, yeah, a I lot of like, like lip fillers, little, little mm-hmm. nips and tucks. I really hope the chin is just a bad angle. I don't know, but that picture yeah, was maybe. not a good one. Um, Cam, who I think I said before. <laughs> oh my god, die! Yes, he's oh still there. God. Looking his picture, his eyes look all. He looks horrible. like horrible, horrible. He looks like he is mid allergy attack <laughs> in the photo. His eyes look <laughs> red and itchy. Ugh. <laughs> His hair is just like that side part has just got to go, Cam. Got to go. Yeah, Cam is is a no. Yeah. Um, Chris Bukowski, who I know you don't know, but he was yeah, on what? season eight of The Bachelorette, season no. 10 of The Bachelorette, Bachelor Pad season three, and Bachelor in Paradise seasons one and two. What's Bachelor Pad? That was um, their first like spinoff that they did where it was like they were fighting for love and money. It was like the oh, challenge. Shit. Oh, oh, okay. Um, so he is like easily forty. So that's what I thought when I first I was like Chris Bukowski. He's still out here doing this. He's got to be forty-five. He yeah. somehow is only thirty-two. No, there's no way. Yeah, Did he that go means on the Bachelorette when he was twenty-two. I think so. That means when he was on his first season, Emily Manor season, which was season oh, yeah. eight, like decades ago. He was like 23. He had to have been super, super young because I don't understand how this man is 32. <laughs> that young lady now has three more children. And he can't manage to find someone else? Yes, and keeps going on these damn shows. Oh, no, Chris. Oh, my God. He's also just kind of like desperate. So I had to relook him up like, who is Chris Bukowski? And I know I'm not supposed to like him. And I couldn't figure out like what his deal mm, was. Yeah. So he Why? went on season 10. He went on Andy Dorfman's season. Mm-hmm, he crashed mm-hmm. the season. He like crashed limo en- entrances, mm-hmm. um, and was trying to meet Andy to join the show. Ew! And Andy was like, "That's not fair to the guys who are already here." Yeah, it was. No. And then he like left, so he never even like made it on the show. He was just basically trying oh to get god, attention. What? Oh my god! Yeah. And then on the on his second season of Bachelor in Paradise, he quit after week four, and I think he was kind of being like a drunk idiot, and nobody wanted to go on dates with him, so he left. What? So I'm not really sure what his objective is <laughs> for going on Paradise yeah, again, right. but he gonna be there. Okay. Um, after that, we have Clay, Demi, Derek, Peth. I think is his last name. I now he, I don't know if you know Taylor Nolan. Nope. She okay. No, this is before <laughs> before your time, but it's not that long ago. Um, okay. He was previously on Bachelor in Paradise. Got engaged to Taylor Nolan after mm-hmm. Paradise. I think they were engaged after Paradise. Um, they were like a little Bachelor Nation couple that everyone loved. She's half black mm-hmm. and beautiful, by the way. 
And oh, is she Tay Mocha on Instagram? Yes, yes, okay. yes, yes. Yep. Yeah, yeah, I know who you're talking about. Okay. Um, but then they broke up, and he's going back on Paradise, and she is in a new relationship, looking very happy. So. Yeah, she does. She looks great now. Okay. She looks great. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Shout out to you, Taylor. Um, Hannah G, which I can't remember if I announced last time, she'll be there. Mm-hmm. And she had um, a sick photo. She is gorgeous. She looks mm-hmm. like a Barbie doll. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, she doesn't look real. And she just she just had like a full body bikini, red bikini like picture. Like she had like a Baywatch picture. Oh, I didn't see the full body. Oh yeah. She had a full whole thing. Okay. Yeah. She's yeah, very pretty. Mm-hmm. Still big eyes brat doll. I me. know. Yeah. <laughs> Which I love. I love that look. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um Jane Averbuck. Jane. Who, I did not know who this person was. She was on what? Colton season. And then when I looked oh, back yeah. and looked her up, I think she went home like week one. I think she went yeah. home after night one. Um, and so, yeah, nobody really knows her, but she'll be there. Um, John Paul Jones, Katie from Colton yes. season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll be there. Um, Kevin from oh Hannah season. Oh, my God. Didn't kiss Hannah. Yes. Kevin. Yes, did not kiss Hannah. Um, Nicole from Colton season. Mm-hmm. Who looked fucking gorgeous in her picture oh i didn't catch her picture look at she looks amazing like i really hope she goes there and cleans the fuck up she looked so pretty like 10 times prettier than anyone that was there oh good um so i hope she'll be there and we'll you know keep it together she's another (laughs) she's another annalise in the making yes she is because she can't hold her stuff together she can't hold together. She wears her emotions like right on her sleeve. Yeah. Um, she falls hard fast. She falls very hard and fast. She needs to yeah. kind of guard herself a little bit, particularly yeah. in these kind of crazy warped like shows. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so, yeah, wishing her the best of luck, but she looks mm-hmm. awesome. Just want to say that. Um, Anyeka, Sydney will be there. Yeah. Um, Tasia and Wills. Wills will be there again. You saw well, that hair that he had. Ve- looking oh very West Hollywood, LA, with that oh my platinum blonde hair. It made me want to just die. Yeah, not a fan. Um, but yeah, you'll be there. So, <laughs> um, and so yeah, very excited for Bachelor in Paradise. Um, coming first week of August. Can't wait. Yay! And in other like little Bachelor in Paradise news, Gospel Chris and Crystal got married. Yay! It's For official. the second time, I want to say. I feel like this is the second set of photos I've seen with her yeah. in a white dress. Right? There was definitely, like, yes, I'm confused. There was, like, a wedding photo shoot of some sort a couple weeks ago. She was wearing a yeah. white dress. Um, But the official wedding was this week, I feel like. See, I feel the opposite. I feel like the last wedding was the wedding with their actual friends and family, and this wedding was literally a wedding for Bachelor in Paradise. Oh, oh yeah, that actually could be it. Right. That actually, I think, might be it, yes. <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. 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 Um, but shout out to them. They look happy. I know they do. That's so nice. That is nice. They found people love in a hopeless love. place. In a hopeless place, mm-hmm. yes. Paradise. But people, a lot of people find love in paradise. It definitely yeah, works. it works. Yeah. For sure. 
Um, all right, so I don't even know what minute we're at. Fifty-five. An hour. The longest <laughs> episode to edit. Fuck my life. Get into the recap. <laughs> um, all right, so we're in Riga, Latvia. Mm-hmm. This is fresh after last week, where Hannah like scolded the guys for just getting all wrapped up in this Luke P drama, mm-hmm. uh, fighting all the time, bickering, nobody's asking her shit, no one's having real conversations. Um, and so she is happy to be in Latvia. She wants this week to remind her why she's there. She wants to be romanced by these guys and kind of like have a restart, which I feel like she says at every new location they go to. <laughs> like All the time. This is, we're going to be, this is a restart to the week, a refresh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like this is the same group of girls, got, uh, same group of guys, girl. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know how much refreshing you can do with the same dusty group. <laughs> um, <laughs> so the guys, they're all hyped. Now there are nine guys left. So we are mm-hmm. starting to trim the fat. And like finally yes. we're in single digits. We have Mike, Jed, Tyler, Dustin, Luke, Connor, Dylan, Garrett, and Peter who are left. Um, all the guys are sitting around chit chatting it up. Luke P, God, he's talking about how he's, you know, frustrated, how last week went, seeing how frustrated Hannah was. Um, and Tyler just quickly reminds them to, you know, stay in your lane, keep moving. Yeah. Which stay in your lane becomes like a very prominent the theme, theme <laughs> of the episode. So mm-hmm. this would not be the last time you hear it. Um, date card arrives and it's a one-on-one date for Garrett and it says, can I trust our love? Uh, Luke P claims that this is the first time where he's been legitimately jealous mm-hmm. of someone That's a lie. and which is a fucking lie. Cause he, I mean, he's jealous all the time. That's why he acts like this. He's yeah, not I was gonna say, jealous he's himself. <laughs> yeah. Like night one. Exactly. Um, and just goes on his thing. Like, I, I know for a fact that none of these guys feel the way I feel about her. Just fucking creepy as hell. Yeah, that is weird. Um, yeah. Garrett goes off on his one-on-one date. He meets Hannah in the woods of Latvia. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and for their date, she says that they're going to work on building their trust. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she says that Garrett's been kind of like slow to open up. And, you know, I want to see if he's a man that I can trust to go all in with. And so today they're going to take a leap for love. Mm-hmm. So you know it's going to be something jumping out of something. <laughs> um, so they go walking in the woods. Suddenly they see this big cable car and they see this couple jump off and bungee jump. Mm-hmm. And then we realize that the couple is butt ass naked. This is obviously my escape to a condom moment. Gets me the whole fuck out of here. (laughs) I, first of all, am not skydiving. I haven't skydived before. I have done the zip lining. Not into it. No, zip lining's fun. I haven't done zip lining. I liked parasailing, actually. But zip lining was just not for me. Okay. And also, like, I have 36F boobs. Mm-hmm. I can't <laughs> jump like that without any bra on because right. I I might like lose a boob. Like who knows? <laughs> lose a boob. Who knows what would happen to my body parts if I was to oh, jump God. out like that? Like yeah. no way. No. Bring me to Rakanda with bras and clothes <laughs> on the ground. And being on the ground, yes. Yeah. <laughs> So Hannah knew that they were going to go bungee jumping, but she had no idea it was going to be naked. 
Um, so the naked couple that jumped out, they like meet up with them. They're butt ass naked, talking to them, talking about how this is allegedly a tradition in Latvia. That couple allegedly, do. allegedly. Okay. Um, so Garrett and Hannah, they get changed into their robes, and then they head up on this cable car, which is 43 meters in the air, which I don't know mm-hmm. what that is in feet, but it sounds like a lot. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And Hannah is, quote, freaking the freak out, as she says. <laughs> and then they derobe, and they're butt booty naked, and jump. That's so um, crazy. So crazy. Bunch of jumping within itself is a lot. To do that shit naked on television, pressed up against a man that I do not know, and I could feel yeah. his balls like his swinging legs, beneath yeah, my legs. Like, all his like, <laughs> hairy parts. Like, this, no. this is a lot. Oh my God. Uh uh-uh. uh. But I could see how you're just so. You're so focused on how scared you are for the bungee part that the yeah. naked part you don't even really like think about. Uh. Um, <laughs> you're like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> I, could see, I mean the the naked part is fucking uncomfortable but i could see being so damn scared that like i don't know your adrenaline is pumping more about the jump less about the naked um so yeah so they jump they you know adrenaline's pumping they're all excited mm-hmm. um at the end they put some clothes back on and pop some bubbly sit and chat um, he tells her that, you know, the other night, seeing her get all upset with the guys, really took it at his heart. And they kiss and, like, chat about it. I don't know. Garrett bores the shit out of me. Like, I don't... So anytime he's talking, I don't really boring. take notes. <laughs> like, I literally have nothing written down because he doesn't nope. say anything that interests Ain't me Ain't nothing ever. to say. Okay. Let's just move all right along. <laughs> uh, time for the nighttime portion of their date. Hannah is wearing a very long, like, pink, furry, like, overcoat. Listen, just a moment. Just Pepto-Bismol a moment. <laughs> yes, very, it was a Pepto-Bismol pink. Yes. Furry overcoat. It was great. I loved it. Great loved look. it. I loved how she had a pink outfit underneath. She just commits. She really commits. <laughs> she... <laughs> I don't remember her outfit. I I do remember that horrid necklace that they had her wearing. It was like a silver Mardi Gras beads necklace. Today? Um, With this outfit? With this outfit. Oh, my God. And the matching earrings. She looks like a QVC host. That's what I wrote down. Why do they insist on giving her really nice overcoats that you're like, oh, wow, this is going to be fire. Mm-hmm. And then when she opens up that outfit, it's like some 1990s, like Disney <laughs> Channel bullshit. Yes. <laughs> constantly looking like Lizzie McGuire. Qua- yes, constantly. Yeah. It's like either hit or miss. She's had some really great looks and great pieces, and then she's had some terrible fails as well. Yeah. This outfit for me, well, specifically that Mardi Gras necklace was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> so her and Garrett sit for dinner talk about how crazy the bungee jumping was and she says something about how like bungee jumping today um his bungee jumping today is like similar to like his journey with her thus far how he's always a little bit hesitant at first but then once he's all in he's in i don't know trying to like forced just so forced i know And so Garrett at least asked a good question. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Finally, so it's something like worth noting. He said, you know, he asked her, what's a big hurdle in your life that's molded you? Mm-hmm. Um, and Hannah said, you know, living my life for myself has been like a hurdle, not letting other people control me and what I do, um, which if you think back to the interview that I talked about last week, 
indoctrination mm-hmm. news. Definitely, they didn't mention it here, but at least I have the context in my head about, you know, crazy ex-boyfriend, um, being in the pageant world, having pageant coaches and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so people kind of always telling her what to do. Um, and then also always wanted to, like, be Little Miss Perfect for people. So she talks yeah. about having, like, a fear of reje- fear of rejection um, and just, like, a fear of disappointing people or not being, like, the perfect image. Um, but now she says she's equipped with the tools to overcome that, and she's grown mm-hmm. up a lot and all that stuff. So um, that's good. Meanwhile, back with the guys. Date card arrives, and it's a group date. Mm-hmm. Um, for Mike, Jed, Tyler, Dustin, Luke, Connor, Dylan. It says, let's discover Riga. The only person not on the date is Peter. Peter the pilot. Peter the pilot. And this was the moment where everyone was like, you're such a good dude, Peter. You deserve it. Like, they were yeah, all excited was, for him. Like smiling all big with his hairless chin. Just like, <laughs> yeah, guys, thanks. I know. <laughs> so cute. They're, that whole group is like so kumbaya. They need Luke P on the show for the drama. Because I don't know because... what the hell this, this damn season would have been without him. Um, back on the one-on-one with Gary Kushner 2.0. Mm-hmm. He talks about coming from a football family, mm-hmm. how his dad and his brother both played football. Um, he didn't mention, like, what level, if they were, like, NFL or yeah. college or what. Know. I don't know. Probably college. Yeah. Um, so he said, you know, coming from a football family, he always felt pressure to do it. Later realized that he fucking hated football and... Eventually, somehow, he got led to golf, um, which mm-hmm. he is a golf pro, which we know now. Um, and so he like well, he can relate to Hannah and that he's like a firm believer in like doing what you want to do and not doing mm-hmm. what other people want you to do. And, you know, he had a nice little similarity with Hannah. Little moment. That was nice. And I hope he keeps that same energy for the trans binary, non-binary, gay, mm. queer brothers and sisters out here, Garrett. Mm-hmm. I hope you do, talking about you should do what you want to do and not what other people want to do. I hope mm-hmm. you do. And maybe for our uh, sistren who are pro-choice. Mm-hmm. Mm. But we know he doesn't because he's Gary Christian <laughs> 2.0. So... <laughs> Garrett gives a little speech about, you know, taking a leap of faith and yada yada and... I don't know. Again, I just didn't. He's, he talks very monotone also. Yeah. yeah. And, and then so I, the, I just kind of tune out. There's like nothing behind. He said like, oh, I didn't like golf or I didn't like football. So it led me to golf. That is not yeah, a transition. No. How? <laughs> what? <laughs> what do you how mean, did what? you get from football, which is one of the most common sports in America, to golf, which is the one of the most expensive yeah, true. <laughs> like, how did you get there? How did that transition happen? Um, yeah, gave us We'll never know, nothing. and we'll, I'll never we'll care. Know. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Do not give a shit. Moving on. Um, so, yeah, she grabs the date rose, says something about, you know, when you're falling in love, you have to take a leap of faith. Still on the whole, like, leap analogy from the fucking bungee jumping. Um, and... <laughs> Gives him the date rose and says, Garrett is fun and funny and he feels like home. Mm, Why is this a thing with Garrett's? Why do they feel like home? Oh my God, it is a thing with Garrett. It is. Whoa. Becca and Garrett Kushner, number one, like the first, and then this fucking Garrett, same bullshit. Oh no. 
horrendous. Um, the next day, Garrett is back with the guys, recapping his date with Hannah. Um, and, you know, tells them all about bungee jumping naked. Mm-hmm. And Luke P in true Luke P form. And his confessional is, like, in denial that this happened. He, like, yes. literally says, like, oh, there's no way that that Hannah bungee jumped naked with Garrett. Like, I don't, I don't at all believe that's how it went down. Mm-hmm. Like, why would Garrett lie? What are you talking about? Especially about that. And about that. was this the first mention of her body's a temple? Was this the first? Not yet. Not oh, yet. sorry. I'm that. rushing ahead. I'm rushing ahead. Um, but yeah, all the guys heard Garrett. They all laughed and were like, oh, that's cool, blah, blah. Yeah. Luke P noticeably is like going through it by him day himself and <laughs> is sharing all his fucking thoughts and mm-hmm. toxic bullshit in his confessional. So, mm-hmm. um, time for the group date. All the guys meet up with Hannah and they go to a market in Riga, mm-hmm. um, where they just kind of walk around and like go to these different booths. They take shots of moonshine. They eat pickles. <laughs> um, Dustin bites the head of a fish. That was a lot. Disgusting. Yep. Um, Tyler. Oh, God bless you. Thanks. (laughs) Tyler snuck off and bought some flowers. Nice little touch. You got to do those little, you got to make yourself stand out a little bit on group dates. Come on, guys. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, Jed, you know, steal some kisses with her. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And then they all kind of just like enjoy the day in in, in Enrica dancing in the square. They went to a bar, arm wrestling, just having a grand old time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So at one point in the date, they board a, they all get on like a trolley, I think it was. Mm -hmm. Um, And Hannah starts telling the guys about the bungee jumping with Garrett. Yes. Um, and how they were naked and like how awesome of an experience it was. And, you know, she's all excited telling them about it. All the guys are like, haha, laughing, blah, blah. Luke P is like shocked because yeah. now he's getting confirmation that this actually happened. Yes. He has on that Pokemon face that he has on mm-hmm. most of the time. That same fucking face. Um, and he says in his confessional, you know, this is a woman I want to spend the rest of my life with. And I thought, that her bungee jumping was totally crossing the line. He goes on further to say her body is a temple, but to expose it to anyone who isn't her husband is a slap in the face. A slap in the face to me, obviously, her husband. Right. Like uh, Luke. Luke. He's delusional. This obviously is my nigga, you ain't shit moment. Oh, great. They were plenty. This was the first instance of him being completely disgusting. Yeah. Um, yep. He uh, he is every feminist, every liberal woman, every woman with a s- just any sense. Um, <laughs> they're a nightmare. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He is a man who has such strong opinions on what woman can do, what a mm-hmm. woman can do with her body. Yeah. And it's just so disturbing to me. Like in the name of God or the Lord. And then or Bible yes, or we'll back it up by saying some Bible verse about her body as a temple and like, yep. you know, situating it within Christianity to make it seem even that much more worse. Like he's disgusting to me. He hundred percent is pro-life slut shames women on the <laughs> oh, daily. Yeah. He probably fucking loves that heinous bitch. Tommy Lauren. <laughs> like, <laughs> 
I wouldn't be surprised of any of those things. Oh, like, yeah. I just probably cannot. All four Kavanaugh. Yes. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. I just cannot with Luke and anyone who is, like, anything merely like him. or any, Just guys within yeah. that same image I just despise. Um, and, yeah, and the fact that he, like, backs up with some lame Bible verse and interprets it in some morbid, patriarchal way. Mm-hmm. So, it, like, it self-serves him and makes her as a woman feel you know, ashamed of doing whatever the fuck she wants to do with her body. Right. It's just disgusting. And the fact that we had a whole episode surrounding this and it wasn't even sexual just lets exactly. you know the indicator of, like, how bad his jealousy could really could be. Exactly, yes. Because mm-hmm. it'd be one thing, like, yeah, if she, if he heard about her throwing down in the sauna with Peter, which we'll get to, <laughs> like, that is where if if Peter came back and was like, yeah, we was in the sauna rolling around and going, mm-hmm. you know, butt booty naked, whatever, like, I could see him being like, damn, what the fuck? Like, I don't want to hear about this. Like, yeah, you know, right, I feel disrespected, right. yada, yada, yada. But they went bunch jumping. It was an activity that had nothing right. sexual about it besides them being naked and he's no. acting in this way. Like, yikes. Mm. <sighs> Time for the nighttime portion of their dates. <laughs> <laughs> like... My blood. I have so many more thoughts further. I'm like trying to like just keep it. Keep yes. It for now. Yeah. Um, Hannah shows up. She looks bomb. Another great outfit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like a silver one piece gown with like a very high slit. She had this yeah. side swept hair. It was a great look. Mm-hmm. Um, so Tyler C grabs her first. Yummy. Yeah. <laughs> we love him. Love him. Love, 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 love Tyler C. Um, and, you know, she just commends him for all the little, like, small moments that he, like, you know, did over the course of the group dates, like, make her feel special. Um, and he tells her, you know, he had a moment this that hit him hard this past week. Mm-hmm. And it was at the last cocktail party when she came out in that fire white dress. <laughs> outfit with the, the coat. With the coat, yes, the full outfit. Oof. Fire white Ice princess yes. outfit, um, and which was definitely her best look so far. Mm-hmm. Um, and he told her like, "You looked heavenly, like an angel." And I pray to God that you're my angel. That was so nice. <laughs> this is definitely a line, but yeah. I actually, I actually believe the guy now for some reason. Like I feel, I totally fell for that shit. Are you crazy? Uh- <laughs> so hot. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Of course Damn I it, believe we're under him. the Tyler C spell. <laughs> you serious? I've been trying so hard to fight this all season. Oh my god, I'm not even there. And I was like, oh my god, that's so nice, Tyler. You're the best ever. If I was there, <laughs> stop. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're 
you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Justine, there's something I gotta get off my chest, girl. Tell me. I've been low-key struggling with my relationship with my phone and social media, just the over-accessibility these devices create, this addiction to Instagram, Mm -hmm. the distraction from everyday life and the people closest to me. It's been really stressing me out. I'm not even going to lie. I mean, that makes sense. Content overload is very real, and staring at everybody's highlight reels can be overwhelming Mm. and can absolutely steal your joy and peace. We carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get those things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. You all know we're huge advocates of therapy. We talk about it all the time on this podcast. It's been tremendously beneficial throughout different stages of my life and areas where I've needed help. From eating disorders to new relationships to my ever-changing relationship with my family, therapy has really helped me to set boundaries and prioritize my self-care. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash 2BG1R today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash 2BG1R. What? (laughs) Who is anyone else? (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) Fucking hell. Uh, yeah i believed every word I, mm-hmm. but also like i feel i do feel a genuine energy coming from him now like i yeah, do feel like he yeah. was genuine like before it felt like he was spitting lines that's why i like couldn't stand him mm-hmm. but now i can feel like he actually genuinely is into the girl and i do think it does have to do with last week like he i mean he okay. said further he was like you were all business Mm-hmm. You were not playing with us. Like you had a fight in you, and I like that's yeah. what I like. I adore that. I think he was really turned on, <laughs> and yeah. like saw her in a different light. Like she, oh, she actually is about her business and like is not playing around and like is someone who can like potentially challenge me and like I'm into this. Yeah. Um, so when he and said re- that, like you're my angel, blah blah blah. Like I actually felt like he genuinely was like saying it. Like he actually likes the girl. Yes, yes, and I really liked what he said about like if you have kids, there are certain things you have to stand up for. So I like mm-hmm. that she stood up for something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so yeah, they had a nice hot and heavy makeout. They sure did. I sure did. Hannah loves a good straddle. She loves a straddle. Yeah. <laughs> As if, no matter what she, she got on, she gonna a do a straddle. No matter what she got on, and no matter what the um, the venue, like the if venue. there's a door... <laughs> Where the someone apparatus can come that they're in, sitting on. The, the, whatever they're sitting on, 
However far her dress might cut, like, she don't care at all. She don't care. I guess it's a party trick. I don't, you know. Right. Or she's just comfortable. Loves a good straddle. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, they do a hot, heavy makeout. Tyler says in his confessional, I do feel like I'm falling in love with this girl. I really do believe I'm the guy for her. When I'm with her, I don't think about anything else. Um, So, yeah, it's falling for her. Mm -hmm. Um, The guys are all chatting. And Luke P. Luke P. just needs to shut up. He just keeps digging his own grave with these guys. Yeah. Stop talking to them. Shut up. <laughs> yeah, and he, it seems like he starts a lot of conversations. He does. He's <laughs> always got something to say. He always got a, a whole agenda that he wants to yeah. lay out for the guys. Like, mm-hmm. shut up. He got church announcements. Like, he has every church time they sit down. <laughs> like, <laughs> he got another announcement that nobody asked for. Oof. So he announces to the guys how he felt kind of like turned off by the whole bungee jumping thing. Um, and Tyler C was very quick to defend her. And I noticed he was very quick to defend her on this specific bungee jumping naked thing quite yeah. often throughout the yeah. day, yes. throughout this episode. Yes. Loved it. Um, he said to her, he said to Luke P, you know, let her go live her life to the max, like, and have those experiences. Right. Um, that's her decision. And she's like living her own life, basically saying like, it didn't bother me one bit. And like, this is what she wants to do. So I'm going to let her do that. Like, what the fuck? Right. Um, so Luke P sits to have his one-on-one with Hannah. He starts off the conversation by saying, have you ever been cheated on in a relationship? Mm. And Hannah's like, yeah, yeah, I have. And he's like, you know that feeling like in your stomach when it's like all twisted and like you feel terrible about it? Um, you know, I'm not going to lie. I had that same feeling when I heard about your date with Garrett. First of all, how dare he compare what she did to cheating Mm -hmm. and then open up his conversation by basically telling her that you cheated on me and made me feel like shit. That is exactly what I was going to say. He did that because he wanted to put, plant a seed in her mind that Mm -hmm. she was cheating on him. Mm -hmm. Her husband. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Her husband. Yes. God, Cause he could have just said like, I like my stomach was in knots when I heard that you and Garrett, were mm-hmm. pressed up against each other, you know, bumping mm-hmm. uglies. But mm-hmm. so he goes on to say further, you know, your body is a temple, mm-hmm. and I thought about you touching him bare skinned, and it really bothered me. <laughs> that killed me. Bare skinned <laughs> killed me. <laughs> I was laughing. I'm not gonna lie. Sorry, guys. <laughs> bare skinned. Um. So Hannah defends herself, which. It's just so ridiculous that she's even having to do this. Like, mm-hmm. um, and she says to him, like, it wasn't in a sexual way, and it was a fun experience and a choice that I made for myself. Like, don't force right. me to do this. Like, I wanted to do this because I wanted the experience, and it was fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Luke says, well, you know what? It felt like a slap in the face, mm-hmm. but, you know, I know that no matter what you do, I'm always going to support you. Even if you make boneheaded mistakes, I'll support you. At the end of the day, we'll get through anything. This is some sick, emotionally, like, honestly, emotional abusive shit. Honestly, because now he's <laughs> treating like property for real. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I own you, and yeah. you made a mistake by doing this thing with your body. That is mine. Mm-hmm. And you know what? We're going to get through it. 
And when you make mistakes like this again, don't worry. I'll support you. We'll get through it. Because like, I what? own you. <laughs> <laughs> because I own you. Right. Like this, this, this is the definition of gaslighting. Like he was yep. attempting to manipulate her into questioning her own actions. Yes. And making her feel guilty for something that she did not do wrong. No. But the way he like framed the whole conversation was to frame it so that she felt guilty. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Was this when he was talking about his family too? Was it this conversation or was it later? Um, yes, yes. He brought it up was family. This one, right? Yeah, what did he say exactly? I miss I kinda miss up her. I know, I missed so much of it because I was sitting there like, what? What? Huh? What? Jaw on the ground. Uh, <laughs> like this is disgusting that I'm watching um, this. This is when he was saying how, like, oh, I want you to meet my family soon, like talking about hometowns, because obviously he's going to make it and get the final rose. He keeps also saying that. He's going to get the final rose. He's already mm-hmm. positioned himself as, like, married with her. Mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. Um, and you know, I don't want you... It's It was something like, I don't want to be ashamed of anything. Like, he used the word ashamed. And I want to feel, like, confident in bringing you home or mm-hmm. something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, ugh, gross. So then he he... He kind of brushes it off and is like, you know what, you know, you asked me to be real and I wanted to get this off my chest. Um, basically framing it as like, I'm just being honest with you. I'm just sharing you how, I'm just sharing with you my feelings, how I feel. Mm-hmm. Like, don't take it as any more than that. Right. Um, and then in his confessional, he's like, yeah, this conversation will help me, will help her understand me better. Yeah. That you're a yeah, toxic it does. Piece of shite. Yeah. That's, that's not a lie. That is the first truth he said <laughs> in weeks. <laughs> Uh-huh. Oh, my goodness. Oh, God. He's so... Dis- Ugh. I don't want him here. I know. So I know. gross. Like, it made Especially- me think, like, if he if he was on Rachel's season, <laughs> Andy, Caitlin, like, other bachelorettes were, like, a little bit more seasoned, mature. Yeah. yeah. They would have... He wouldn't have lasted past, like, night two. After he mm-hmm. showed his, his true ass... He would not yeah. have lasted. Those girls would have got rid of him a long time ago. Yeah. But the fact that he's still here and she's still putting up with this bullshit just really shows that this girl has a lot of growth to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She's battling like within the moment on television, like her own <laughs> trials and tribulations of like yes. self love and acceptance. Yeah. Um, and it's just so ugh, I don't like watching it. It's so uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. Yeah, it's uncomfortable because you can't do anything. No, we're just yeah. watching this. Yeah. Um, time for the group date rose. It goes to Tyler. Yay! Um, obviously, he did a great job on this group date. Mm-hmm. And Luke P is just in the corner looking pissed and is all upset in his confessional talking about how you know he was open and honest with her. And I don't know how delusional you can be to think that after doing all that, you were going to get the group date rose. <laughs> Like, I know. That's the thing. He doesn't even think he's, like, on the edge. He thinks no. he's, like, winning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He Oof. thinks that, yeah, I don't know. It's such a weird, like, it's a weird state of mind to even, like, try to dissect. Yeah. <laughs> that you can yeah. tell a woman some bullshit and try to make her feel guilty about mm-hmm. decisions that she's making for herself. Um, and frame it as you being open and honest with her. And then thinking yeah. at the end of all that, you're going to get the rose. Like, that you're better than Tyler C. You really look at Tyler C and Mike and you're like, yeah, I can beat them. What? <laughs> anyway. 
Yeah. Um, time for Peter's one-on-one. Aww. Peter shows up. I know. So cute. All happy-go-lucky. <laughs> so, so just a ray of sunshine. I know. He's like a golden retriever. Oh, my God, he is. Doesn't he? <laughs> He's he literally a golden. Love it. Oh, um, Hannah says, Peter's the guy you want to push a stroller in the park with. Yeah. I agree. Peter looks like he was born to be a hot stay-at-home dad. Yes, yes. <laughs> right? Like doing crafts and shit. Mm-hmm. Lots yeah. of crafts and, like, all best friends with all the, like, Caribbean nannies at the fucking yeah. <laughs> <laughs> park. <laughs> So for their date, they're going to enjoy a Latvian spa, spa day. I was and it's living. Piritus, um, which is like a couple spa day. They go to like mm-hmm. a sauna. There's like some weird spiritual element to it. I don't really know Loved what the fuck it. is going on. Loved it. Well, they were taking, this is what a lot of people do. And you know, I've been getting more into this lately. Just taking things from the earth putting some spiritual energy on it and then blessing it in some sort of way mm, mm. Okay. as a couple, as a, like a cleansing energy. I think that's so dope. Yeah, it was interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I couldn't, that sounds great, but I can't with those two like crunchy granola. Oh, when that lady was singing. Singing and then talking about all the different herbs and leaves and shit on the table. Oh, see I that? What the I was, was like going loving on. it. It was the singing that got me. I was like, the singing. And then her bonnet. I'm sorry if that was the cultural. Whole, but Yeah. Mm-mm. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, they go and sit in a sauna. And they, like, dip their fingers in this ladle of water and, like, have mm-hmm. to say a prayer, basically. And then the two Latvian, like, man and woman leave. And then Peter goes in for a kiss. And then the two of them are just having a full-on sweaty mm-hmm. damn near half na- half near naked steamy half. sauna makeout mm-hmm. it was a lot <laughs> it, yeah it was a lot to watch i was like oh yes abc <laughs> we got the permit for this one <laughs> shit like <okay. laughs> all right um but yeah they were getting it on mm-hmm. so after the sauna they're just like outside chatting in a hot tub and Peter said to Hannah that, like, after her, like, breakdown last week, um, where she was, like, yelling at the guys, how when she yelled at them saying that um, she couldn't see herself with any of the guys in the room, he said, like, he really hated being, like, grouped in with all those guys, grouped in with everyone, because, you know, he, as we know from day one, Peter says, like, I'm all in, I'm very focused, you know, I want to be that rock for you, like, I'm committed, I'm here. Um, and when he says this, I believe literally every word that Everything. is coming out of Peter's mouth. Yes, because I keep, like, forgetting all of his things. Like, he's a pilot. He still lives at home. He's 27. He, uh, his mom was a pageant queen. Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. all these things that he, like, really wants this to work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, he really, really I really believe him. Like, he really yeah. is looking for, like, a life partner, is tired of dating, wants to start, like, having a family and, like, yeah. settling down. Like, I really, really believe it with this guy. It would be mm-hmm. some shit if some bullshit came out about <gasps> Peter. No. I would literally lose faith in, like, anyone on this damn show. Because oh he God. seems so real and genuine to me. Yeah. Can you imagine if some 
some, I don't know, reality Steve girlfriend nonsense yeah. comes out. I really hope not. Um, so, yeah, Hannah, she says, you know, I have no doubts you're all in. Um, and then she says, like, I feel that Peter, I like that Peter makes me feel like a woman. Um, but mm-hmm. tonight I need to get a little bit deeper. Then yeah. we hit commercial. Uh, oh. <laughs> commercial break. And blast from the past. Mm-hmm. Justine's man, Eric. My former boo. Mm-hmm. Your former boo. Out here collecting some chicks. He finally. Uh, he's in a random ass commercial with Nick Viall for the movie Annabelle. <laughs> I didn't even realize it was Nick Viall, to be honest. Uh-huh. Yeah, he looked very haircut. different. Was, the haircut, uh, he had no facial hair. He didn't look very cute. Right? Yeah. I only knew Eric was, looks great. Yeah, yeah, he did. He, Eric looks great, Harry. I mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. didn't know that was Nick until he tweeted it. Damn, really? Yeah, because I was like, Nick season 21. Hmm. Oh, you didn't know that was the Nick Viall. Mm-hmm. Like, because wouldn't damn. it be like season 21, season 22, Bachelor in Paradise, Bachelor in Paradise, Germany? Like, hasn't he That's been on true. every show? Yeah, I think they said season 21, like, for specifically for him being on The Bachelorette, I guess. But yeah, he's been oh, on a million things. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, gotcha, okay. Um, but yeah, shout out to Eric, collecting them checks. Looked mm-hmm. very... Um, Healthy and he did um, so cute. <laughs> yeah, he did, didn't he? He, he got did. a good haircut. He looks yes. like he's been eating and working out. Yeah, good for him. Um, time for the nighttime portion of Peter's date. Um, Hannah says our date was so our daytime date was so hot and fiery, which is funny because Peter is so sweet and gentle, which is very true. They mm-hmm. they have a lot of like physical chemistry, which is hilarious because Peter is literally like. A teddy bear. <laughs> yeah, he's not even a teddy bear. He's like, he's like a gummy bear. Like he's. <laughs> <laughs> yes, actually, yeah, not even teddy. Right? It's like a little gummy. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Uh, so Peter, they sit down for their day. He asks her, you know, where do you get your strength and confidence from? Um, and Hannah says that she's actually the most introverted person in her family. That scares me um, for her hometown. Yeah. And she said how she, you know, she's always had, like, a spitfire personality. Um, you know, she's kind of grown up with, like, notions of, like, the perfect woman has to be, like, kind and gentle, but that's mm-hmm. not her. And so she's kind of always had this, like, inner strength or confidence. Um, and then Peter shares that he also, you know, he, draw, he draws his strength from what he does um, as a pilot, mm-hmm. where he has, like, so many people's lives, like, under his watch i guess <laughs> yeah in his hands in his really? hands yeah um and so hannah she asks, you know speaking of that career as a pilot mm-hmm. <laughs> um where you're constantly on the move uh yeah what the fuck is up with your dating life yeah and he admits his job can get kind of lonely um but then he does share that he had a girlfriend previously things got very serious they felt deeply for each other um but it wasn't meant to be no. Didn't give any details. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't meant what to be. What does that doesn't mean? say that, like, someone had to end it. Right. You know? It was very surface level. Like, yeah. had a girlfriend, it got serious, we felt deeply, it wasn't meant to be. Like, you told me nothing about that past relationship. <laughs> but okay, Peter, still still looking adorable. Love you. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, need to hear a little bit more about that. Mm-hmm. Um, but basically he said like, since that relationship, it's been very difficult for me to truly open up a hundred percent, 
take my guards down as evident by the fact that it's still very guarded and Allie even talks about this past relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he tells her, like, it's scary because with you, I've never felt so strongly for someone so quickly. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I'm falling for you. And as he's, like, saying this, you can tell in his face, like, how nervous he is and how, like, careful he's being with his words and how genuinely yeah. he's sca- how genuinely scared he is because shit is real for him, I think. Like, he's yes. really truly in this like show aside i think he genuinely is actually falling in love with this girl Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and you could see it in his whole energy his being like the way his voice was almost like fucking shaking bless him Mm -hmm. um and then peter says you know my mom my grandma kind of like taught me this saying that i always keep with me um and then he fucking Drop this long-ass phrase in Spanish. Yes. <laughs> and I'm wondering, I'm sitting here, I'm like, okay, is your mom Spanish? Somebody. Grandma. It was like an old least Spanish grandma. proverb. I don't know At what type of Spanish. Yeah. Um, whether it's Spain, from Spain Spanish, yes. or some type of South American, Latin Hispanic. American, I don't know, because, yeah. yeah, some type of something. Mm-hmm. Um, but he looked like he's been speaking Spanish and did not just take a class and learn that shit. No, no, <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> um, so, yeah, he said his long-ass phrase, um, and it meant something like, don't, you know, don't worry, don't fret, let the water run, because that's mm-hmm. what, because what's meant for you will be yours, or some shit, I don't know. Also explains um, Peter's um, very, very crispy tan. Oh, yes. yes. That little olive skin tone. Yeah. A little, a little flavor He's in there somewhere. Quite dark. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's true. He is very, very uh, tan. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, so he kind of shares that with her and then says, like, I just want to know every bit of your heart. I want to know it all. Um, that's right. No, he's like really falling in love with her. Yeah. He like is. when you look at someone, yeah. you're like, I just want to know everything about you. Like, I want to know you inside and out. That's how you know you like are actually falling in love. And he, um, which is not very fair of him to say, I'm going to be honest. Cause he didn't really say a whole lot during this episode. Uh, yeah. At least you know they didn't what I'm show saying? it, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, at least they didn't show it. Maybe he did. Maybe he did. Right. Yep. Yep. Maybe he did. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but we still love him. Still love. But we still. I know. (laughs) Peter's not giving us much, but I just find him so adorable and like. I really just want the best for him because I really feel like he wants this very bad. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Oh Lord! So he obviously gets to date Rose. They walk outside. There's fireworks. They're all kissing and cute. Mm -hmm. Um, And then he looks down at her and says, "Like you have no idea how much I'm falling for you right now. I am in. I am so in." He has been loved to her since, like, yes. Rhode Island. <laughs> yes. If, I feel so bad. If he does not win this I thing, know. he's going to be oh. so crushed. I don't know, man. He's going against Tyler C. I know. Mm-hmm. That mm. face. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> that damn jawline. <laughs> it's going to get you, Peter. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> oh. So Peter returns to the guys um, and recaps his date. And while he's talking and telling them, you know, about the day, um, Jed mm-hmm. slips out of the room mm-hmm. and goes and puts on that fucking <laughs> damn jacket. That this 
country music jacket. I hate. I don't even know how to describe it. It just looks it's like, like you buy it at a Amber- thrift store in Nashville. Yes, it looks like Abercrombie in like early two thousands. They had those jackets. Yeah. Very. Ugh. Yeah. I hate it. Yeah. Um. So he puts on that damn jacket. Is talking mm-hmm. his confessional about how he misses Hannah and he wants to go see her. Um, so some goddamn producer gave him a ride to <laughs> Hannah's the hotel. Cause next thing we see, fucking Jed is standing on the street playing his goddamn guitar outside of Hannah's window, singing that stupid fucking song, I'll be your Mr. Right girl from I forget which date that was from. Um, this was my escape to Wakanda moment. How funny. This was my nigga you ain't shit award. Okay! <laughs> crossover <laughs> basically this whole moment was disgusting <laughs> oh my god like it was uh, bad isolated but it was really bad knowing that he did this because he knows yes. he would get a song promotion you know what i mean exactly it's, yeah it makes it even worse because we're like yeah. we see through it now that we yep. know all this other context of him just being a terrible opportunist mm-hmm. <laughs> Ugh. So uh, Hannah, she's like beaming outside her window, like oh my god, and then she lets him into her part, into her hotel room, and then he sings some more, and we have to sit and listen to him sing these fucking songs. Was that was a little bit very sexual. Yes, and too long. Like I didn't need two full scenes of two two minute songs. Like I didn't need it. <laughs> <laughs> like give me a snippet. Why did I have to listen to a full song? versus bridge and like i <laughs> didn't need it yes the hook like enough <laughs> god um so yeah he sings and they kind of roll around and make out and he listen she is rolling around on camera with mm-hmm. her nightwear <laughs> her nighties her, her little nighty Oh, God. And, yeah, he says to her, looks her deep in the eyes and says, I, I really, truly mean this when I say this. I feel it deeply. I really am falling in love with you. Mm. Is he for real? So here's the thing now. I know. Now here's I the don't thing know. Now. now I don't. Here's the thing. <laughs> this man went on this show for a career. Mm-hmm. He had a full-on girlfriend before going on the show. Mm-hmm. He would be... Luke P status to sit up here, look at this girl in her dead eye. Yeah, yeah. In her dead eye. Look at her dead in the <laughs> her dead eye. <laughs> I didn't even catch her that until eye. you said it twice. <laughs> Looking at her in her dead eye. <laughs> look at her dead in the eye mm-hmm. and say, um, like I'm truly falling in love with you. Like Yeah. Oh my god. That that's he would be a sick fuck to be doing this and not well, actually feel these things. He would just be money hungry. Oh God. That's it's, if it's all part of the scheme, then he's just looking for the money and the fame. It's not even about him in a relationship at this point. If this, uh, what's her name? Haley. If Haley is mm-hmm. saying, you know what we think, he's just following the spreadsheet back home. Oh God. Mm-hmm. So gross. So gross. I guess we'll never, we'll never actually know. We'll never know because we'll he's not telling never, the truth. I can't wait for this truth. mental. <laughs> exactly, because he can say all he wants. Like, no, I really was falling for her, but we don't actually yeah. know. The whole right. thing could have been a whole like show yep. for him. Yeah. Uh, back at the guys, Garrett again confronts Luke P. I don't know why his ass won't sit down too and leave this dude alone. <laughs> like, 
enough. Stop. Like, the two of y'all, yeah. just stop. Yeah, Garrett's kind of like a bully. He, I wouldn't say bully. He's just, he's petty. He yeah, is so he petty. Is really petty. Let this yeah. shit go. Who cares what Lupi is saying, doing, mm-hmm. talking about your date, not talking, using your, has his name in your mouth, blah. Who cares? Like, mm. just ignore him. Why do you have to confront him with every little thing? Yeah. Oh my God. So he again confronts Lupi um, and, uh, you know, talks to him about how, you know, I heard you talk to Hannah about not, luck- not liking. Um, the bungee jumping dates mm-hmm. and was like trying to remind him to like stay in his lane. Here we go this again. This seems like a producer nudge. Like set up, probably. Yeah, this seems like he was in a confessional and the producer was like, did you know the Luffy was talking shit <laughs> at 11.42 a.m. when you mm-hmm. were in the bathroom? Like this mm-hmm. seems like, you know. He was put up to it mm-hmm. or something, yeah. Um... Yeah, Luke P, you know, he's still trying to defend himself. And, you know, you know, when I'm driving in my lane, I see something that concerns me. I'm going to say something. And I was never telling her what she can and cannot do with her body. He literally said that I was never telling her what she can and cannot do with her body, which was literally what his entire conversation with her was, which telling her what she can do with her body. Yeah. This guy is literally terrifying. It's terrifying that he could just lie like this all of the time. <laughs> it is terrifying that he lies, but it's also hilarious that whilst he's lying, uh, he she is literally rolling around in her 90s with this man. <laughs> yes. Who, all he did was bring his guitar over and start singing about rubbing her thighs. <laughs> and all of a sudden, mm-hmm. you know. And he's cute and he's got a nice body shit. I would too. What? Do mm-hmm. you? Um, so Luke, he starts to get all aggressive, you know, listen, she's your girlfriend, but she's also mine. Which was just ridiculous to hear him say out loud. (laughs) Um, you know, can you promise me this, that you won't go into tomorrow's rope ceremony, Mm -hmm. uh, talking about this, you know, nonsense. Um, and Garrett's like, I'm not going to promise shit. Fuck you, dude. Like, yeah, like you don't make do on any of your promises. Nothing. Um, and then he basically like kicks Garrett out the room and like, tries to threaten him like if you don't yeah you know don't talk about you know don't worry about what i do with hannah and like you know the door is right there and just trying Mm -hmm. to puff his chest his little five two foot frame (laughs) no no uh the next day the guys are all sitting around gearing up for the or getting ready for like an anticipated cocktail party Mm -hmm. um and suddenly hannah unexpectedly shows up and asks Luke P to go and talk. Mm-hmm. She does not look happy. So Hannah says in her confessional, you know, I've been processing my conversation with Luke, and some things he said to me need to be addressed so that we're on the same page about who I am. So they go to this kind of separate room, they sit and chat, and she says, you know, I appreciate you know, you for sharing your concerns with me. Mm-hmm. Um, but it didn't sit well with me. Um, and Hannah says, you know, the language you used to describe why you were upset with me um, and some of the things that you said were slap in the face, um, mm-hmm. about me making a boneheaded mistake, um, you bringing up how me meeting your family and how you want to feel confident in that. Um, and then she repeats again, like it wasn't a sexual thing with the naked bungee jumping, but even if it was, 
at this point, it doesn't even matter because you're not my fucking husband. She didn't say fucking, okay. <laughs> because you're not my husband. <laughs> Adding my own words in. <laughs> you're not my husband. You don't own me or my body. Obviously, she got Hannah used her words moment. Yes, mine too. Okay. Yep. Well, uh-huh. <laughs> yep, because she was. I really, what I really liked about this is that as someone who is working on themselves, as someone who is dealing with self-love issues, and as someone who is on a huge platform, that mm-hmm. she took time to meditate on this and really think about what was bothering her mm. and didn't lash out in the moment because she didn't have the tools, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, she really got back, prayed, journaled, meditated, yoga, whatever she had to do. And mm-hmm. then got back with her, like, full defense of her heart and her character. And that is what really impressed me. And I think will going forward mm-hmm. um, for yeah, her. Uh, yeah, I was impressed as well. Yeah. Um, but quickly, um, yeah, you know, that yeah, went to shit no because so now this is where the gaslighting came out in full force. Ooh, let me tell you. It was horrifying to watch mm-hmm, mm-hmm. this watching this was really disturbing for me yeah, yeah. i personally have never been in like a toxic relationship been like emotionally abused or mm-hmm. like psychologically like dicked around by a guy thankfully thank god for that um so watching it and seeing the gaslighting and the emotional manipulation like happen live yeah. and in color yeah. was like very eye- it was very eye opening for me because I can see, I see how young women who are like very fragile or immature mm-hmm. or like haven't developed enough self love yet mm-hmm. can get totally wrecked by guys yeah. like this. Yeah, yeah. It was really sad to watch and know that this happens like every day. Oh, all the time, and all the people time. are in full blown solo relationships with men like this. Hmm. You know, they don't, they feel like they have no other option. Yeah. Right, right. Not dating 15 other guys, but like this is the only guy and this is how he treats you like on the daily. Yeah, yeah. See, I've never been in like a abusive, really, like, because this man is clearly an abuser. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, But I've definitely been like, like had a guy use like double talk on me the way that he did. Mm. You know? Mm -hmm. Which has you questioning yourself yeah unless you sat and meditated with it and Mm -hmm. took your time for yourself like hannah did Mm -hmm. yeah yikes so loopy he starts the conversation by saying you know i you know i started off our conversation the worst way possible you know i didn't give you a chance to speak on it first um i don't want to I, and he says, like, I, I don't want to see or know anything that you do with the other guys. Mm. Fair enough. Like, I mm-hmm. can understand that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I'm never going to control you. I won't ever tell you what you can or cannot do with your body, which is lie number one, because yeah. that's literally what you told her. And he keeps bringing it back to it being sexual. When mm-hmm. she started off by saying this is not sexual. It is not sexual. Um, and then he says, you know, the verbiage I used, you know, I was not referring to 
the bungee jumping. I was actually referring to like future actions. Like when he said the whole boneheaded mistake, he's like, that wasn't the bungee jumping I was talking about. I was talking about like maybe things in the future. Mm-hmm. Again, another lie. Mm-hmm. Always trying to spin it. Like you said what you said. Yeah. Like, and I know what you said. You know what you said. Mm-hmm. But now you're going <laughs> to pretend like you ain't say that and actually was talking about something else. Like what? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Ugh. And then he's like, yeah, the thing about the family. Like, again, I wasn't actually talking about the ju- bungee jumping thing. And Hannah, she cut him. She's like, yes, you were. It mm-hmm. was all in the same breath. Like, we right. were talking about the bungee jumping thing. <laughs> like That is the problem here. Yes. And so Luke was like, yeah, well, you know, I was totally misunderstood. Um, and so this is where he, again, is not accepting responsibility for his words, but instead is now denying them yes. and telling her that she's the one who saw yes. all of this wrong yep. and that she's the one who actually misunderstood the whole situation. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. This is literally the definition of gaslighting, where you're trying yeah. to manipulate the other person into thinking that they are crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. Um, so if Luke flat out said, like, I don't, I don't, he's flat out said, I don't think you totally remember everything I said. Ooh. Which that, again, That's definition horrible. of gaslighting, where you are telling the person that they did not hear what they heard. <laughs> and not only that, but you're like making room for you to put in supplementary things that, mm. you, that she'll now think she missed. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. now it'll be like, oh, well, I missed that. I guess I didn't hear that. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. know? Yep, <laughs> exactly. Changing changing the memory. Or like, it's trying like, to change her memory. Like, narrative. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Of, like, an actual real-life event that happened and is ingrained <laughs> in her mind, but you're going to try and warp it as to something else that happened. Two days ago. <laughs> right max uh, and he's like you know i didn't i didn't question your character for one second lie number 45 because that's <laughs> the whole conversation was about him questioning her character and her yeah. making the decision to go bungee jumping mm-hmm. um and then in true you know continued manipulative fashion he says you know forgive me from now on i'll speak clearer i don't mm-hmm. ever want you to misunderstood stand what i say this is sick. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, he didn't apologize. He said, I'm sorry you feel that way. <laughs> yep, I'm sorry you feel that way. And, um, you know, in the same breath, it's like, you know, um, it's so he's like, okay. <laughs> it's like, she's, you guys are more on Skype, and Natasha is so frustrated that her physical actions are like stalling. <laughs> like, <laughs> Like her brain is like circuiting, like she can't even think because what it's to so, say next. <laughs> because I feel like I'm Hannah. Like I saw what I saw, I heard what I heard, and yes. he's trying to tell me I did not hear or see any of that. Yep, it yep. is wild. Mm-hmm. He like he so he starts off by trying to own responsibility. He says, "Forgive me," which is him like in a weird way trying to own responsibility for doing something. But then in the same breath, spins it back mm-hmm. on her by telling her that she is actually the one at fault because she misunderstood him. Yes. That is some sick shit. I wonder how people like this learn how to do this. Yeah. What, you know? is, what is his backstory? What is this? Yeah. I really need to. Is this like something that his dad did? Because this yeah. works how do you very, very this? well in business a lot. Mm-hmm. You could be a great. This sounds like great sales tactics. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> great advertising, marketing tactics. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like. 
But how how did he learn to do this? Yeah, because he's like, young. He's 24. And he's so young. Oh, God. Yeah, that's scary. So Hannah, she's, like, damn near in tears, and she's saying, like, why is it so hard for us? Like, which that kind of broke my heart, because I was like, girl, it doesn't have to be this hard. You can I let know. him go. <laughs> I thought about that, too. I was like, they're... And she could be just used to and accustomed to drama. This is what mm. this is giving me, is that she's used to this. Mm-hmm. She sees this as, like, passionate. They're having a yeah. passionate relationship. Right. They're, like, fighting for each other. Right, right. Which, like, no, girl, it does not have to be this hard. It's supposed mm-hmm. to be easy, actually. <laughs> like, <laughs> this is, like, Especially you are going through it with him. Especially in the beginning. Yeah. Why are you putting in this much this. work? Yeah. You guys haven't even joined lives yet. You know, f- built like a home together, finances, like done real actual right. lives. You don't know his credit score. You don't know who he Nothing. voted for. You don't know none of that. That's when it gets hard and it gets difficult. This yes. is the fun shit and you are yes. going through it right now with him. <laughs> Good God. <laughs> so she sa- he says, you know, I don't know. It's completely my fault. I'm sorry. Which is what he does. He always ends the conversation with some some form of like a weird apology and mm-hmm. then kind of like gives his little ugly puppy dog face that somehow makes her go weak. Mm-hmm. 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 So he always ends it kind of like admitting some sort of fault. Uh, so Luke returns to the guys who were naturally just sitting talking shit about him. Yeah. And, you know, he comes in and tells them, you know, what me and Hannah just talked about is between us. And we're not, you know, I'm not going to talk about it with you guys. But if there were <laughs> details that weren't spoken of, like you, Garrett, and your date, then this wouldn't have been an issue. Now the blame has shifted to Garrett. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Victim even number though, two. Even though Hannah told, it, told the guys about it on the group date. Yes. Now it's Garrett's fault. Now it's all Garrett's fault. Mm-hmm. So Tyler C. quickly was like, hold up. Are you trying to blame Garrett for this? Because <laughs> what you're not going to do is that. Oh this is God. insane what you were trying to pull. Yeah. So then Luke goes off on a whole rant about how he, we all need to stay in our lanes. And you stay in your lane. You stay in your lane. It's like pointing mm-hmm. at all the guys. Um, and then Tyler C. again, love his defense of Hannah and her decision to do the bungee jumping. Flat out says to Garrett, to... Luke, you know, you don't think it's a double standard how you can wear a Speedo and, like, prance on stage, which was, like, that date. I think it was, like, the, the, the date oh, with the, um, the RuPaul Drag Race girls. Yeah, yeah. Um, how you can prance on stage in your Speedo, but she can't bungee jump naked. Like, I love how he, like, put it in that way. Like, making yeah. pointing out the double standard and the craziness that he feels this way, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're all just kind of arguing. All the guys are bickering. Jed finally tells everybody to shut the fuck up before Hannah comes in the room <laughs> and oh yells God. at us again like he last was like, week. like, you guys, stop yelling. <laughs> She's going to come back. Stop yelling. <laughs> oh, my it's God. like they're scared. They're like. Literally, <laughs> he was the one who was just in timeout. And he's like, you guys, I don't want to go back there. <laughs> you guys. <laughs> So true. It's like the teacher is gonna come and yell at yeah, them. Yeah, the teacher is gonna come back. She's coming guys. back, guys. Everybody, sit down. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. So instead of Hannah marching in, it's Chris Harrison mm-hmm. who comes marching in the room, and he tells the guys, you know, I just saw Hannah, and she looked a bit emotional. 
and we're actually going to go straight into the cocktail party tonight, so... And then he leaves the room. All the guys are fucking pissed. They're so <laughs> mad. Especially, like, Dylan. So mad. Dylan has not talked to Hannah this entire season. The whole he season. skated by every <laughs> season. Bad. He's made it up to, like, three different countries and has never yep. talked to this girl. Nope. Nope. <laughs> oh, my God. So, Luke, he's obviously trying to defend himself. And, like, the guys don't even want to hear it. Mike straight up says, this is your fault, bro. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> like, <laughs> I love that moment. <laughs> Yeah, I wrote that one down, too. That was a good one. And just, like, the optics of him, like, yelling and getting all red-faced and them all sitting down because they know they could all individually kill him. And then if they all got together, it would be over. It'd be over. (laughs) Oh, my God. We're hilarious. Oh, terrible. So we're going straight into another rose ceremony. Mm -hmm. No cocktail party again. This poor girl is, like, just done. Just done. Her emotional energy is just spent out. Mm Mm-hmm. Poor Dylan says he hasn't talked to Hannah for three cocktail parties, all because of Luke P. nonsense. So he hasn't talked to Hannah in four weeks. Yes. <laughs> uh, and he has never gone on a one-on-one either. Mm-hmm. He's only been on group dates nope. uh, and has never gone to group date. Ro- like he, he's nope. just like flying by the seat of his pants. Mm-hmm. Uh, so um, Hannah shows up in a giant, Emerald green ball gown. Glenda the good witch ass dress that I can't stand. (laughs) This was horrible. I wanted to die. It gave me Jessica McClintock vibes. It was not. I was like, why are you wearing a ball gown? Why are we wearing a ball gown? Emerald green. It was too much. Um, So she comes into the rose ceremony. She says, I do feel like my husband is in this room. Which is a far cry from last week when she told them, I have no faith in any <laughs> Actually, of you men. <laughs> you niggas are all garbage. <laughs> and I'm leaving. <laughs> so going to the rose ceremony, we have to remember that Garrett, Peter, and Tyler all have roses already. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So first rose goes to fucking Jed. Mm-hmm. Um, Mike gets the next rose. Mm-hmm. Connor. Why? Um, and then, huh? Why? I guess she had to give it to somebody. Yeah, Connor. She liked Connor. Yeah. Know, whatever. whatever. Um, last rose, and we have Dylan, Dustin, and Luke P. left. And the last rose, of course, goes to Luke. Yeah, obviously. I knew it was when, going to Luke. I mean, yeah, we know this. And when she gave him the rose, she said, there's goodness inside of you, and I see that. Mm-hmm. Luke P., will you accept this rose? Mm-hmm. Now, all the guys look oh fed up. Yo, Tyler's face. <laughs> Tyler's face. He just told this girl he was falling in love with her, and now he is literally questioning everything he thinks about this girl. Yeah, yeah. Because well, he hates Luke P. that bad. But... I think he's questioning a lot. Yeah. Because Lupe is getting under everyone's skin. He's a horrible mm-hmm. person. Yeah. And we're having another week where he's getting a rose. And Dylan and Dustin are like really nice guys. Mm-hmm. And they're now going home over this straight maniac that none of them, they all collectively despise with a passion. <laughs> and he just cannot understand what this girl sees in him. So I think a lot of the guys are starting to question like, what the fuck's going on with Hannah? Yeah. Um. But yeah, gotta say goodbye to another POC. Mm-hmm. Dustin. Dustin. 
Yep, didn't really get to see nothing of him. Nothing of him at all. <laughs> I hope we'll see him in Paradise. That would be nice. I hope so. Yeah, I would love to get to see him more. Uh, but yeah, him and Dylan were in the same boat. Like, they were relying on cocktail parties to get to know yeah. this girl. Yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, so they're going home. Um, and Dustin, as he was leaving, he said, for Luke P to get a rose, I can only think that she's already in love with him. <gasps> wow. Yeah. Because he, he's like, I can't see any other justification for this wow. besides the fact that she's keeping him around every week is because she's already in love with him. Like, why else would she be doing this? Damn. Which is frightening. And, like, true. <laughs> and true. Yeah. So Chris Harrison asks Hannah off you know, away from the guys, you know, yeah. what is it about Luke P? And she admits to him, I'm either falling in love with him mm-hmm. or he's making me go crazy. Yeah. And that was the end of the episode. Mm. So we got a preview for next week. Mm-hmm. It looks like Mike and Jed might be going on one-on-one dates. Yeah. And no, um, Netherlands, the Netherlands. Are. They're, yeah. They're off to the Netherlands Hannah says, I'm falling for multiple guys. Mm-hmm. We see Garrett telling her, I love you. Wild. So he's the first to drop the L bomb, <laughs> which, crazy. yeah, what? Where is that coming? I'm missing something with their relationship. Absolutely. Yes. Like, how did we get here? Even his one on one date did not reveal enough to me about their mm-hmm. connection, besides the fact that they're both from Alabama and he feels like home in that sense. I don't yeah. see it at all. And, uh, like, we don't get a whole lot from Peter the pilot, but we see and feel the connection with yes, him. This exactly. guy? I'm like, what is what? it about him? Yeah, I don't see it at all. Um, we have Luke P. again in his confessionals, <laughs> again. forming his own narrative in his head, saying mm-hmm. she's falling in love with me for sure. Um, he's just so confident in yeah. their love for each other. It's yeah, disgusting. Weird. Very weird. Um, then we have Peter, sweet little Peter, getting into a Luke P, where he says to Luke, you gave me your word that you'd stay in your lane. It doesn't end with you. So Luke P does something to, like, yeah. try and tarnish Peter, which is like, yeah. what are you going to say low. about Peter? That's low. <laughs> that's, that is low. And what is it? Like, what, what yeah. can you actually say about this guy? He's going to pull some foolishness. Peter's talking about his, I don't even know, like... And nobody protein shake line or some bullshit. Oh god! And nobody is still talking about Jed. I just want to put that out there right now. Yes, nobody Nobody is talking about Jed. Nobody, because she gave him the okay. He admitted flat out, "I came here for other reasons." She gave him the okay, and now Mm -hmm. he just can coast along. And we don't. It's never brought up again. It's not an issue for her. So wild. Here we are. Yeah, Um, we have Tyler saying we have a five foot eight villain. Oh, he's five eight. Okay, he looked tinier than that. Either that, or these guys are all giants, like oh, six yeah, that's feet true. and above, yeah, yeah, yeah. which true. I think is probably true. Yeah. Um, we have Luke yelling, standing over Garrett, yelling down in his face, mm-hmm. telling him to stay in his lane or some bullshit, but like shouting at him. Ugh. Um, and then we have Hannah crying, saying, "I've never been surrounded by so much fighting, and I'm scared." Send Luke home. I don't yeah. know what else to tell you, girl. Like, I it's... don't. I'm tired of the tears. I'm, like, over all of this. Like, yeah. just send him home. Like, yeah. why are you putting it? Why are you torching yourself like this? Ugh. You were you never happy with him. Never. Never. Ne- yeah, what it hasn't it? been happy with him since, like, the really early episodes. 
Yeah, since the this the same like RuPaul Drag Race one yeah. where and then the massage he, thing, and maybe the massage thing, and that was the end of your happy times with him. It's been pure yeah. agony since then, yeah. <laughs> like from country to country, <laughs> hotel to hotel. Like, why are we doing this? <laughs> uh, and that's the episode, my friends. Mm-hmm. We'll be back next week. Yep, that's for sure. <laughs> Uh, please rate, review, subscribe, hit us up on Twitter, email, Facebook, Instagram, tag us in your story, share us with the world. Mm-hmm. And we'll be back to recap more Luke P nonsense because mm-hmm. this is the Luke P show. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh my All right, guys. See you next week. I love you. Bye. Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.